podcast by Sri, What You Conclude, You Become. As a meditator, you begin to examine your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, and all of the mental, emotional, and sensual feelings. From this observation, you become acutely aware of the mind and how it functions, and you start to become aware of the very knower of the mind, which is not involved with all the functioning, whether physical, mental, emotional, or sensual. So through this observation, your awareness develops as to what conclusions are made within your mind. One can observe the very ego mechanism the sense of I am, this body, this personality, this mind, and how that identity becomes mixed. So you as the knower, pure, free, forever being, begins to operate through this physical system, mind, intellect, ego, and body. And then, as we've said many times before, you become aware of how in that waking state you function in a certain way. The mind functions in a certain way. So with the attention on the knower, you're able to now watch your mind. So what this means is that because of the ego sense of identity as this person separate Certain thoughts will arise. Maybe something just happened to you earlier in the day, the day before, months before, year before. And the mind makes certain conclusions about what happens or about what happened. The mind may like what happened. The mind may not like what happened. If there's not liking of what happened within the mind, then the mind may start to ruminate start to think of why it happened that way, how it can happen next time differently, what you might be able to say to this person or that person to make them see how wrong it was that it happened in that way. And this is how the mind functions. So as we've said before, it's not your fault. But now for the meditator, as the aware one, you become aware of this functioning of the mind and you can become aware of the conclusions that you make within your mind. So Patanjali, in the second pod, brings in the idea of Vitark Bandhane Pratipaksha Bhavanam. What this means, that you as the master of your own mind and mental functioning, based on the fact that you know yourself now as the one who's watching the mind, the master of your mind and not the victim of your mind, you can conclude the opposite. So if in your mind you're concluding something wrong happened, you need to fix it, you need to tell this person something, you need to change something, and you're not able to do anything practical to change it, or say anything because you know that will just hurt the other person and create a bad space, 
then you have the power to think the opposite. So you have the power to conclude anything that you choose. Because whatever you conclude, you become. If your conclusion is based on anger towards someone for what they did or what they said, then you will become an angry person. So you have the power to change your thought. However, as we observe, especially with anger, fear, worry, doubt, these feelings become very po powerful in the physical system. And even though you might want to change them, you don't want to think that way, you don't want to feel that way, this is how the system responds. Again, as we've said many times before. So you're stuck in this system with this feeling as a human being in the waking state. So you have to work then with the system and know it for what it is. Know you're the knower, that's the first step. Because from the perspective of the knower, you can observe, you can watch those changes, and you can conclude, instead of concluding that something's wrong and something needs to be different, you can conclude that you're pure, free forever. That's the highest positive conclusion, the very mantra Amaramham Madhuramham keeps reinforcing this Pratibhaksha Bhavanam, this opposite conclusion of the mind. Because as a human being, you think, I am born, I will die someday. So this reverses that conclusion that for the human being is innately established as who you think you are this body which was born, and that which will die someday. So you change your conclusion. You become aware that just like the wind or the breath is still or moves, we say that when the air moves, when the breath moves, now there's movement, there's mind, there's birth. And when the breath or the air or the wind stops, we call that death. But the wind or the air, whether stopped or whether in motion, is the same air. And when it's neither still nor moving, it's still air, it's still breath. So now we change our conclusion to know that you're the very air, the very breath, the very space, the very sky that's unmoved, whether the wave, the wind, begins to rise or fall, whether it's windy or still. You are that being, pure, free, forever. So as you observe, you can become aware of how you were as a small child, or if you see a small child playing, their mind is not yet functioning to make many conclusions. So they'll move to that which feels good and then move away from that which feels bad without thinking much about it. There's just an innate wisdom. Another child comes in the room around their age, they immediately go to that child, say hello, and within five minutes they're friends and they're playing. As an adult, this may not happen because the adult now may make a conclusion 
this is the kind of person I like, this is the kind of person I don't like, this person looks friendly, this person doesn't look friendly. These are necessary conclusions sometimes so that you can discriminate as to what the best company is for yourself. But as a meditator, we don't only see the mind, the personality of whoever comes in front of us. We're aware of the oneness. We're aware of the essence. So when you see someone new in front of you, you become aware that the mind makes conclusions. This person's name is Susan and you know another Susan. So you like the Susan, so you immediately like this new person. Or you don't like that Susan, so then it reminds you of what you don't like. So as a meditator, you become aware of all these vari various different conclusions that you make within your mind. Not that that can be stopped. Again, that's the nature of the mind. It concludes. The nature of the body is that it feels based on your conclusions. But as the knower, you know all of this. And you know you're not a victim to it. You know you're not stuck in it. So, in order to change the condition in the body, to change the feeling, to change the mental thoughts, you can change your conclusion. Because whatever you conclude, you become. So, for so many years, you've been concluding, you're a human being, you're born, someday you will die, death is very scary, your loved ones have died, some of them, and it was terrible, you grieved for that. So this fear based on that. And now as the meditator, through daily practice and repetition, listening, shravan, manan, thinking about it, dwelling on it, nididhyasan, meditating on the pure space, you come to know yourself as that akash, as that space. So whether it's moving and the mind is making these conclusions and the body's feeling these things, or it's not moving and you're established in meditation, you haven't changed. You, the pure being, haven't changed. So we take this time as much as possible to bring the attention to the knower, to the unchanging, to the purity itself. That's the highest conclusion. I am immortal. I am blissful. However, on the mental level, if you make a conclusion negative about someone, let's say as an example, to not hold that conclusion, you can first change that conclusion to this person is unique. They're doing the best they can on the personality and mind level. But ultimately, they're the same source, the same being. This information might be useful because this person's company might not be that suitable for you, which is fine. You don't have to spend time with that person. But at the same time, you have to see them, or you can see them, as the purity, the pure being that they are, and leave the rest, because those other conclusions create separation. It's me against this person. There's a lack of understanding. There's a lack of compassion. Because when you analyze yourself, you also see that because of the ego mechanism, because of the mind, you might not always say and do the things that are the most gracious and most wonderful to everyone else. So you have compassion for other people and their inability 
to always be perfect on that level where perfection does not exist. And instead, you see them as your own self. Obviously, with the physical eyes, you can't see anyone as your own self because you see yourself as a body separate. You see them as another body separate. You see your conditions and mind and emotions as separate and different than theirs. That's the human level. That's the waking state level. But when you're asleep at night, and when they're asleep at night, you're still there, they're still there, but there's none of that going on. There's no conclusions. There's no likability or dislikability. There's no good, there's no bad. There's no right, there's no wrong. There's no pairs of opposites. There's just the pure being resting. We have the expression sleeping like a baby. What does that really mean? That when we see somebody asleep soundly, we see the freedom that they are. So then it's only when they wake up or you wake up into the waking state that these conclusions begin to be made that the person acts in a good way or a bad way, in a nice way or a not so nice way. That information, again, you can use for your benefit to create the best life, the best dream of this waking state that you possibly can. However, you don't have to get fixed in it. You don't have to get caught in it. You have the power to change your conclusion and to watch the mind. I know for myself, when I'm watching my mind sometimes, that's holding on or dwelling on a particular thought. It's unbelievable to me because I know it's not who I am, and yet the mind wants to keep gnawing at it, even though it will not work. But because of that faulty training of the mind, it keeps doing that. So the work has to be continual to repeat the mantra, Amaram Ham, Maduram Ham, Amaram Ham, Maduram Ham, to know the meaning contained in it. I am immortal. I am blissful. I am that knower. I am forever pure. I am forever free. Then from that, all of your actions, all of your interactions, everything will flow from that very purity of your own self, that very purity that you are. Then a lot of time, a lot of energy won't be wasted in dwelling on the past, wanting it to change, dwelling on the future with fear and anxiety, fear of death of close relations, fear of your own death. A lot of time won't be wasted on that because you will have the innate sense of your own freedom, your own fulfillment, your own joy, which is self-effulgent, which is forever present, which you are, which I am, which all this is. Amaram Ham, Maduram Ham. Om Shanti, Om Peace. May this peace be with you always.